Hey everybody, this is J.R. Bell with I Got Your Six Podcast. In this episode, it's going to be talking about more random things. First and foremost, I want to say to everybody, I hope you had a wonderful Thanksgiving. And I hope you had a wonderful Black Friday. And I hope you had things good in your life. Um, first now, let's talk about moto time. Hey, it's moto time. Hey, remember this. Rich people, poor people. Poor people act rich, rich people act poor. Think about that when it comes to tax time. It's all about what you do when it comes to tax time. Think about that. And also remember, like my daddy always says, never quit your day job while conquering the world. And he also says this, time is money, money is time. Wasting my time, you're wasting my money. Right? And he, he literally means that. And when people ask me, what does that mean? It means when people waste your time, because your time is valuable. Well, let me give you an example. I knew, I knew of a story of an actor, a well-respected actor, and I knew a respected singer. They went to go do some, they went to go do a charity event. What they did was, instead of donating money, they donated their time. Their time is the same as everything else, money, because they, cause they're, cause their time is also valuable. So they donated their time to go do charity events and stuff when they could be in the studio or they could be doing a movie set or could be at home just chilling and relaxing or whatever they do but they donate their time and their time is like money so that's what they do because they're famous that's what it means when it says time is money it means that and I always tell people I put value on my time my time is worth a lot for every bit of minute that I give to someone that I'm, I'm giving them a hundred I'm giving them I'm telling them it's like a hundred thousand dollars per minute People say, why? Because that's my time. My time is valuable and it means a lot of money. That's what I mean about that, okay? All right, now, let's begin. We're gonna do this one, a random segment. It's called The Black Agenda. Now that we have the new current president in office, which is great, you know, that he won. Great, I mean, I'm happy that he won. I mean, I'm not one of those bitter people. We move on, you know, we move on. What goes on and what goes on in life, we move on, but now, this is a time that we, as people of color, need to hold that person accountable for his agenda. For whatever he's supposed to um, achieve, we got to hold him accountable for it. So we need to put whatever he said he's going to do, we need to make sure he does it. But um, reality is, he's not going to be able to do what he said he's going to do. The reason being is that the other, the other party, which is the Republican Party, is not going to let him hold him accountable. He's gonna to try to pass bills and laws and everything. And the Senate is not going to because it's two third majority and the majority of the people is gonna be Republicans. And they are going to rule, they're going to wreak havoc on him. He's gonna to try to do whatever he can to pass some laws and pass some bills and they're not gonna get passed. Seriously, they're not gonna get passed. The reason why they're not going to get passed is because he is not going, they're not going to let it. They're going to do the same thing they did to former president, they're, they're going to do the same thing to President Barack Obama. When he was in office, the Republicans did not let him get anything passed. He tried to do whatever he could to pass certain things. He tried, and they were blocking everything, and it's going to happen again. So, I mean, y'all gonna be, y'all are gonna be so happy. Y'all gonna be like, oh my God, he's in office. He's gonna get these things done. You forgot one important thing. It's a two party system around here. And that person is not gonna get anything done that he's gonna try to do. 
So what's going to happen is he's going to have to run for re-election in the next four years. He's got to run for re-election just to try to get the things he said he done. Because he's going to tell everybody, I tried to do what y'all wanted me to do, but the Republicans wouldn't let me. And they're not going to. I'm just, I mean, they already said it. You know, they already said it, that they're not going to do it. Every Republican there said, we're not going to do it. I'm sorry, it's not going to get passed. Nothing is going to get happening. Um, I'm not, I'm, I'm blocking everything. They're making sure when he's tried, when he tried to put in um, conservative, when he tried to put in liberal judges, you know, judges that are in favoring more Democratic judges, they're not going to be in because he's going to block them. When he's tried to do certain things, he's not going to do it. Oh, by the way, I'm outside. I'm being mobile. That's why you hear, if you hear the background noise, like cars and stuff, I'm outside being mobile. I like the outside weather. It's beautiful. I'm in, I'm in sunny California, so the weather is beautiful. A little chilly, but beautiful. And I mean, I'm telling you, he's going, they're going to get blocked. I'm telling you, no matter what he does, it's getting blocked. He's going to try to do his best because he sees the best thing good in America. And it's not going to help because they're going to block everything. I mean, get ready for get ready for war, because I'm telling you right now, in this Congress, it's going to be war. When it comes to him doing these bills and everything, it's going to be war, and he's going to do it. So you got to prepare yourself. So when he prom when he says his cabinet, I, I I I admired him and I commend him for making his cabinet more diverse, more diversified with a lot of women and a lot of different people in his cabinet. Great. And when he picked his vice president, that is great. I'm happy for his vice president. He picked a woman, great. I mean, broke the glass ceiling. Congratulations. I'm happy for that. You know, I'm, I may be a Republican, but I'm happy for that, um, for that agenda. That's a beautiful agenda. And that's something that we should look at, you know. And he really, you know, did that on a good note. And we're, we're going to see, you know, like, like, um, like if you ever watch the five heartbeats, the guy says, um, oh, we're good, we shall see. Like I said, we shall see when it's gonna happen. It's not, I'm just, I'm just telling you, it's not gonna happen. So you gotta understand under this administration, you get to hold the black agenda. What's he gonna do for people of color, black and brown? What is he gonna do? How is he going to help the economy when it comes to the black and brown? You know, is he going to help out with more jobs? Renewable energy, is he going to put more people to work? How is he going to do it? Is he going to put America first? Is he going to create more jobs in America instead of more jobs being gone overseas? Because I'm telling you right now, 99%, let me, let me ask you a question. If you go in your cabinets right now, if you go in your house, cabinets anywhere in your house, you look at your TV, look at your cell phone, can, or look at your clothes you wear, can you find anything that you wear or anything that you have in your house that's made in America? We're not talking about food that you eat. We're not talking about the pans that you cook with unless they're made in America and that's good. You have anything that's made in America? What about your cell phone? Is it made in America? Probably not. Is your flat screen TV made in America? Probably not. Is your laptop, your DVD, is your laptop, your iPhone, your iPad, your tablet, your laptop, whatever. Is it made in America? Probably not. Your headphones? Is it made in America? Let me let me answer you. 
No, it's not. It's not made in America. You know why? Because it's made in a third world country. Probably somewhere, maybe like Bangladesh, India, or it's probably made in China and some factory over there. Maybe some slave factory, because do you know, I, I did this, I did this, and I, I literally was appalled. I was shocked and appalled about what I knew. Because I know the answer, and I asked a bunch of people that I, that I work with. I said, I'm gonna give you two countries. Tell me which country is actually, um, actually, one of these two countries, I want you to tell me actually which one is a communist country. I said, China and Russia. Do you know what everyone said? They said Russia. And I had to, and I go, really? They said yes, because Vladimir Putin, the, um, the president of Russia, he's, um, he's a communist and they're a communist country. And I go, no, Russia is actually a democratic country. They broke down the Berlin Wall. When they, when they broke down the Berlin Wall, that broke down communists. And Russia turned around and, and split off into different small countries. Russia used to be the superpower, it used to be the largest landmass country there was. But when they split, they smaller countries came up. You know, smaller countries popped up. And all of that, yes, that, that's what happened. Smaller countries popped up. And that did happen. And, I, and they were shocked. They were like, no, no, China, um, we get our products from China. Yeah, it's a communist country. And do you know that China put more people in prison and 90% of the prisons are slave labor? Do you know that you cannot have freedom of speech in China? If you speak out about something you disapprove of with the government, you will go to jail. If you protest because you didn't like something with something going on in the, in the government, you will actually be put into a slave labor camp. Yeah, yeah truly. That's what happens. And, and did you know that, um, did you also know that in China, it is illegal to have freedom of it, freedom of religion? Because if you have a religion that is listed on the outlaw list, you will actually go to jail for that, for practicing a religion. There's a religion called Falun Gong. I think I said it right. I might be saying it wrong. Yeah, I might be. But, you know, hey, tweet your song. But that religion is banned in China. Do you know there's a bunch of people in the northern region? They are peaceful, loving people, but the Chinese government deemed them as a cult. So, because they are smart, wise, and knowledgeable, and they have the gift of sight, and they have the gift of chi, and they have the gift of, of chi, and they have the gift of learning Zen. These people are people that actually can get into Zen and can get into higher nirvana by, by meditating. They're like Tibetan monks, but they're not, but they're a community. Did you know that, did you know that they put a prison, they put a military outpost as well as a prison right by their community and everyone who does not, everyone who practices their, their own religion and their own way of thinking will be rounded up and put into jail. It's the same way that the Amer same way here in America that the federal government wanted to take land from the indigenous people, Native Americans, and they just took their land. 
and they rounded him up and put him all into camps, internment camps, which is now called reservations. And do you know that on the reservation, most Native Americans cannot own their home, cannot build a business on the res. They cannot build a business on the reservation because they don't own the land. It's their land, but the government owns it. Most of their buildings are government built buildings. Most of them have, um, are in poverty. And, and yes, Native Americans are in poverty. Oh yeah, and did you also, you probably don't know this because it wasn't taught in history books. I had to learn this from the streets. And the streets were talking. Did you, oh yeah, we're outdoors. Did you know that the reason why the most urban areas are heavy in drugs, that was because during the 1970s, the federal government under the administration of Richard Milhouse Nixon and under the administration of administration of Lyndon Bain Johnson. Did you know that they flooded the American flooded the inner city areas with drugs? Do you know one of the greatest superpower people in America was the Black Panther Party under Huey P. Newton? Yeah, one of the founding members. Do you know that all of them were rounded up, considered a heret, and they considered him a threat to American society? and they put them in jail. And they flooded the, they flooded the neighborhoods with drugs. They put every, every person of color, black or brown, with drugs. Drugs hit the market. Every city was getting drugs. Drugs were just popping there. Let me ask you a question. Have you known any drug dealer with a plane? Any drug dealer with a boat? How is it that drug dealers with boats and planes Little low life drug dealer that stands on the corner selling a dime rock, selling a dime bag or or some crack or some heroin or some glass, which is methamphetamines, you know, have a boat or have a nice Cessna. It doesn't happen that way. You don't see, you know, and, and then when you look at where the drug and then you notice and now here's something that you probably don't know because they keep this blinded from you. Do you know that most people who are drug, who are on, who are doing, who are selling drugs, you know when cops go into, into drug houses, you know what they do? They kick the drug door, they kick the drug house, they kick the door open. They go in, they raid the place. You know what they're looking for? It's not the drugs they're looking for, is they're looking for dirty money. They consider drug money dirty money. Because they say, they, here's what they say. It doesn't have, they wasn't taxed, that money wasn't taxed by the federal government. So that's why it's called drug money. I wondered, I was wondering when you say drug money, when you say drug money is dirty, how is it that it's dirty? But that's what they say. They say it's dirty money. I'm trying to figure out how is it dirty? But they say it's dirty money, you know? And they say the money is corrupted because they didn't get the money honestly, you know. But then you look at these corporations. I remember, I remember once um, I lived in a neighborhood in a really good urban high urban area, and and that's where a lot of the, you know, my friends and stuff, and people that I knew, and everybody that I knew that was going around, 
big time slangers. So, and everybody that I knew, and most of the people that I knew and hung out with, you know, they had a past. I knew a guy, he was a big time drug dealer. And you know what he did with his money? He bought a building, wanted to open up a little mini mall for the community. Do you know what the drug, you know what happened? The feds came in and, and kicked his house in and, and stole and took everything because he was a drug dealer. Seized everything that he owned that was his. Seized everything that was his. Everything that he owned, they seized and took it from him. Then another time I knew a drug dealer, he owned um, a music store. They, they kicked in his place and seized everything. I knew a guy, he was Italian. He was selling cocaine by the weight. The reason why I'm telling you all that, and he got kicked in and, and, and they busted him and they took him to jail. Now he's doing jail time and, and all that stuff. But they all got out, most of them. Most of them died in jail. The rest of them, they all did their time. Ooh, nice car. Yeah, what I'm saying is that, you know, a lot of these drugs didn't come here by, by people of color, black or brown. They came by the federal government. Do you know that the federal government has a special charter plane? Because I remember, I remember a guy who, who requested information from the Freedom of Information Act documents from the DEA and the CIA. And did you know that the CIA along with the DEA were bringing drugs here in America by the bundle? By the bayloads and by the blocks of keys of drugs. Yeah, think about that. They were bringing those drugs here in America. I don't know why they were doing that, but that's what they were doing. They were bringing it in. They were bringing drugs here in America and they were flooding the market. Cause you know why? You know why you can't get rid of drugs? Cause it's a, it's a, it's a trillion dollar industry. Do you notice that? Let me, let me give you another scenario that I, that I watched. I watched the episode of Drug Inc. And this, and, this, and this drug mule guy says that the Mexican drug cartel will literally send six trucks across the border. Out of the six trucks, two may get stopped. The four will get through. And those four that get through will be flooding the markets on the streets. Yeah, and that's what I mean. So when you think about this, think about equality and you're talking about how, you know, this administration is going to do, you got to think about the black agenda. What's he going to do? What's his plan? How is he going to do? How is he going to rectify um, the 400 and something years, 400 plus years of slavery of how we were treated as people of color, black and brown? You know, because, you know, when I say brown, I mean brown like as Mexicans. They were treated harshly. Native Americans were treated harshly because of what's been going on in the economy. Now, this economy right now, I want to see what's going to happen. Are we going to be good? Are we going to be well off? Are we going to be better? Um, who knows? But what I do know is that we need to keep this administration and its black agenda, we need to keep it on the forefront. And all you people who voted for the person who's going to take office, Remember, you voted for him. So if whatever he didn't do and he didn't get it done, you can't blame no one but yourself.
Because remember, you voted for him, and that's the bottom line. If you voted for him, and he didn't do what you said he promised, because he said he promised a lot of stuff that he did. I'm gonna tell you right now, if it doesn't work your favor, don't get mad. Don't sit there and say, well, he tried. No, that's not how it goes. That's not how it works. Because he said, he promised he's gonna do all these things, because everybody in politics promised and say, I'm gonna do this, I'm gonna do that, and this is what's gonna happen, and I'm gonna get all this stuff done for you. And guess what? Because they all say the same thing. They all promise and lie. Everyone lies. Now, here's the question that I'm going to tell you. Our former president, the one that's in office now that hasn't left yet, everyone is mad because he wouldn't lie. And everyone is saying, well, he didn't lie. He lied about his taxes. He didn't pay. He only paid $700 in subsidy taxes. Let me ask you a question. You're a business owner. Let's think about this. You're a business owner. You own your own business. Your lawyer comes along and your tax lawyer comes along and tells you, I found some government loopholes that'll get you to pay less on your taxes. So that's more money you could put into your business. You can give your employees a raise. You can get that new refrigerator if you own a restaurant or you can get new equipment if you own a textile or a manufacturing business. You can get more money to root. You can get that extra money can buy you a new truck for your company if you're a contractor. Hmm. Or extra money to buy new, new power tools if you do construction and you're on your own construction company. That's what I'm talking about. He didn't do anything that any other businessman would have done themselves. That's what I'm talking about. He just found a way. Oh yeah, and then the, the one that's gonna take an office? He's the one to sign those bills into law so that the current president right now can take advantage of that stuff. So y'all mad because of what he did. You got to look at that president and say, hey, but you signed those bills into law for him to do those things. So you can't get mad at him for doing the things that you signed into law. You signed them because if you didn't, he wouldn't have been able to take the advantage of those things as a businessman. Yes, he had companies that failed. Yes, he owned a casino and it flopped. That's what everybody does who owns a business. They start a business, if it doesn't work out, boom, they close it. Most companies, what do they do? Business, they owe a lot of money. Most of them do, they file bankruptcy. Yeah, they do that, everyone does that. You own a company and it's not working and you owe more money. You owe more money, you know? You owe more money than you, you owe more money than what you're making. Guess what you do? You file bankruptcy. That's what your lawyer tells you. That's what your tax lawyers tell you. File bankruptcy so that you won't get hammered with lawsuits. That's what they tell you. That's a part of business. That's a part of business. That's business 101. Seriously. That is part of business 101. That's what they do. Part of business 101 is to know when to file bankruptcy and your law and you don't file it your lawyers will tell you to file bankruptcy not you your lawyers will tell you hey you need to file bankruptcy because you're in debt you owe you owe like uh 500 you owe like oh two million dollars in debt 
Got to file bankruptcy. You need to file bankruptcy. You know. Morning. In order to save your business, you need to file bankruptcy. That's what your lawyer is telling you. You don't think about you don't think about filing bankruptcy. You're thinking about trying to save your company. You're sitting there with papers and papers, piles and piles of debt. And you're trying to figure a way, how am I gonna pay these bills? I got payroll to pay. I got insurance to pay. I got this to pay. I got this to pay. All my creditors, all my all my POs, purchase orders. You're wondering how you're gonna pay all that stuff. Yeah. So remember those things when you start thinking about what well, oh well, you, you you know you're you know you're getting mad and stuff. That's just not how it goes. And that's how we see the business. And that's part of business 101. Everyone who does business, that's how it does. It's all a part of society and cycle. So now. In this administration, if you think that you can start a business in this administration, go for it. If, if, if the government can help you start your business, go for it. Don't let no one stop you. Take your business. But remember the black agenda. Remember, hold him accountable for what he has done. Listen, I'm just telling you, you know, you know, you know, you got, you got, you got to think like this. You may not like the man. You may not, you may not, you may not approve of what he says, because my question is, and I, and I always ask this question to a lot of people, whatever that man said, did that stop you from going to work? Whatever that man said, did it stop you from eating? Whatever that man said, did it stop you from living life? Because if whatever he said stopped you from doing those things, like going to work, what kind of job you work at that because whatever the president said, the president is just one man. Really, he's just one man. That's all he is. He's nothing more and nothing less. He's just a man. And what you need to do is figure out what you're going to do. What is your next move? Okay? What is your next move? Okay, I'm going to tell you what my next move is. I'm going to keep going to work. I'm gonna keep doing myself and I'm gonna keep being me. And I'm gonna keep trying my best to live life to the fullest. I'm a happy person, I don't care, because he's just one person. That's all I'm gonna do. And in, and in this day and age of this pandemic, I'm going to be happy and sane. And y'all need to do the same thing. But remember, hold him accountable for whatever he's done, you need to hold him accountable. All right, because you need to realize under this administration, you got to find out what's the black agenda, what he's going to do for us, black and brown. That's all you need to figure out. And what is he going to do for the indigenous people around here that has been hands raped over everything? All right. Well, this is J.R. Bell with I Got Your Six podcast. And I want to tell you something. Bravo Six going dark. <laughs>